It is the music of Glenn Hughes, a song called Soul Mover. And you've got it on Everything Film with Film Robot, BNN Bloomberg Radio, 1410 AM, 103.5 FM, HD3. Jerry Trimble is our guest. Jerry Trimble, welcome to the show. Nice to see you, brother. And uh, there's a reason we're played Soul Mover. Tell tell us why. Uh, Soul Mover by Glenn Hughes. Uh, Glenn's one of my best friends. He used to be with Black uh, Deep Purple and Deep Black Sabbath. Oh wow! B- Deep Purple and Black Sabbath. Yeah. Peter Pratt picked a pick of purple, purple decker, <laughs> pickle peppers. Yeah. Uh, we lived together back in the '80s. Had some crazy times. Oh, I bet you did. Really? With a guy from Deep Purple. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> Jerry Trimble, actor, martial artist, stuntman, youth motivational speaker. And former world kickboxing champ, known as Golden Boy. Wow, that's a mouthful. And not to mention the fact, he is also the pride and joy of Newport, Kentucky, USA. How does a guy from Newport, Kentucky, USA find himself in Vancouver, British Columbia? Well, uh, when I was 13 years old, I was bullied as a kid. Uh, Ran away from home at 13. Discovered Bruce Lee. Got into martial arts. Stood up to my bully. Beat the out of him and uh, yes, never, never, yes to that. Yes, yes, to yes. That. Stood up to the bully, never looked back, and uh, got into martial arts and and just excelled at a rate of you know going to class six days a week. Did the bullying inspire you to want to overcome this? Yeah, I, I was an insecure kid. Uh, went through a lot of hell and had a lot of issues. And um, mar- what martial arts did, it, it, it enabled me to come out of my shell and discover my gifts. And what I did was I took those gifts and uh, went after my dreams. And yeah, it's just... Yeah, it, so how long would it take you to kick the crap out of Patrick and I right now? It's, it was done after you said now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know did what? You, the, did hey, you, you see know, it? You, you know, want to see it again? You yeah. know what? The last fight I was in, I was in grade seven Ooh. and I lost that one. That was the last fight I was in. You know, was that, that was your that. first fight? Yeah, and then I lost it, so oh. I gave up fighting after that. So, oh you know. my god! No, but I think again, there's such a discipline that goes with martial art. I mean, mm. it's not just about being able to beat the crap out of people. It's, yeah. it, but I understand, I and I'm inspired by that because there are people out there that are victimized for no apparent reason. Mm. And you know what? You can overcome your bullies because you're better than your bullies. Yeah. Your bullies are the weak ones, yeah. not you. Yeah, exactly. And martial arts, Bruce Lee said, you know, which is true. Martial arts is not about learning how to fight. It's not about fighting. It's about mastering the self. That's what it's about. It's about learning about all about yourself, connecting with yourself, and utilizing all your gifts and talents. One of the saddest things about life is that so many people go through life and they don't discover their gifts. And we are so, the human race, God, everyone is gifted, but they only discover maybe one, two, three, or some mm-hmm. discover. You know, Elon Musk, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. he's, yeah. We, we're gifted with so many things within, but. You know, and that's one of the things that martial arts helped me help me do is uh, discover all the gifts. And, and you know, and, I ain't done yet. And, and <laughs> you know, Jerry, Jerry, I, I, and I ask this because I always want to bring the show back to the people that are listening are people that are trying to get into the industry. They are. They, there are people that are like, and it's a hard industry. Mm. Let's let's be honest, right? Like mm. to get into the film industry, stuntman, doing anything. What was the day? that you kind of felt that you had something to offer and, and how did it happen? 
for you? Uh, when I in martial arts, um, when I knew that I wanted to be well, uh, probably about maybe fifteen, sixteen years old. When I was a black belt, we used to go down to the uh, uh, catacombs with these grave sites and stuff in these caves. And where was that? Where was in that? Kentucky, Newport, in Kentucky, Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, okay. and we used to take you know video cameras and we used to do fight scenes. I didn't know that I wanted at that time to be in the, the movie business. But then you know, you know, way back in the day at 11 years old I was writing movie scripts going okay and, and stories and all, all I had was guys starring in my movie there was no women so at that time <laughs> yeah. I should have known I wanted to be in the movie business and then doing the fight scenes and then getting into martial arts and when I got right before I became world champion one of the promoters calls me to his house and he goes listen I want to talk to you about the movie or the fight business he goes I'm going to get you the world championship, then I'm going to take you to Hollywood, California, and put you in the movies. And I went, ooh, that sounds mm -hmm. pretty good. So that's what happened. And yeah. then, so, so elaborate on that. So you went to Hollywood, and yep. what was the movie? What was uh, the first thing? The first movie was with Jet Li. I Jet had never, Li? I've never been on an audition, and I went on my first two auditions in one week, and uh, I booked both lead roles. Jet Li in The Masters with Yen Hua, who used to double Bruce Lee. Right. And then the second one was with uh, Bolo Young and Jonathan Ki Kwan from Indiana Jones. And uh, I was the lead bad guy in both of the films. Yeah, what which year is pretty would that cool. Have been? What year? Uh, Nineteen ninety. Yeah. Ninety. Ninety. What, what, what yeah, is the? Crazy. That's incredible. What yeah, is the discipline like? Discipline like uh, on a scene where there's a fight scene? Because again, I mean, obviously, you know, you're, it's very precise movements in martial arts, but things can happen. Mm. So mm. how how tightly controlled is it? Uh, you have to be seriously focused. And there was a time on uh, the Masters when we were doing a fight scene, and Yen Hua, who doubled Bruce Lee, I went to kick him. He was standing against the wall. He moved over here. I kicked him, jumped off, and went with a back fist. I went full force, and this guy was like maybe 50 years old at the time, and I smacked him so hard, and everybody's like, <gasps> and he's like, <clears throat> and I was like, you okay? And he goes, mm -hmm. and everybody's silent. And then suddenly he goes, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. You have to be extremely disciplined. Yeah. And and, and with, 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 when Jet and I were fighting, there was times where he was hitting me, and I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> have my turn. So we would go back and forth. Yeah. So th there's a lot of discipline that needs to be implemented when you're doing the fight scenes. There's a lot of focus. Everyone needs to be on target. And if you slip and you step two steps forward, bang, something bad could happen. So but, what do you what do you think about? Yeah. You know, you, you you heard about this the whole Quentin Tarantino thing with that Bruce Lee scene, and and it's like like was Jet Li better than you? And let's be honest, what or could you have took him in a fight? Jet Li. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good question, isn't it? Right? Yeah, yeah. Because okay. people go like, oh, is it Hollywood or yeah. is it real? Okay, mention the Quentin Tarantino thing. With yeah, yeah, the, yeah. You know, once upon a time with in Bruce Hollywood. Lee, yeah, it was, yeah, it was cool, yeah, right? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's it's a movie. People are getting pissed off. Shannon Lee, Bruce yeah, Lee's daughter. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of... It's a movie, people. It's, a movie. it's fiction, yes. Yeah. But uh, when we were on set, this, the uh, crew was going around going, so do you think you can beat him in a fight? And I went... I, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I was a fighter. A I was yeah, a fight. he yeah. was a, he was a forms guy, right? You know, but I mean, of course, I'm going to say I can defeat him, and he's a champion, so he's going to say he can defeat me. But you know, I mean, on any given day, anyone can be beat. Yeah, but in, so not in the movie, though. Yeah, not in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> in real in life, movie. could I beat Jet Li? Uh, yeah. don't hey Jet Li. He might Our, be he might be listening right now, so you never know, right? Uh, 
Well, we're both up there right now. I, you know what? I don't know. He's getting <laughs> On older, any too. given day, man. Jet, Jet's getting our, older, too. Jet's amazing. Our man. guest amazing. is Jerry Trimble. Guy. You're listening to Everything Film with Film Robot on BNN Bloomberg, 1410 AM, 103.5 FM, HD3. Also available for streaming through Spotify under Agency Click. Now, uh, speaking of fight scenes, uh, you and Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible 3, classic fight scene. And what I liked about... Uh, the comments I read was that you give full props to Tom Cruise because, again, he does all his own work, rightly or wrongly. I'm sure the, his management company is going, Tommy, Tom, let's talk about it. You know, we don't, we don't need to have you do everything. But you gave him full credit for, uh, for not mailing it in. And you witness it. You witness it. Uh, yeah, we, he, he did everything himself. You know, they even offered a couple times to bring the stuntman in to do a certain move. And he's like, no, no, I got it. I got it. I give full props to the guy. The guy's pretty amazing. But, but uh, Vic Armstrong, the stunt coordinator, amazing man he's the one to put it all together yeah when you do stunt work um there's different degrees of difficulty i'm, I'm certain mm -hmm. okay um what did you start with you remember the first stunt you did mm -hmm. what did you start with what was the most oh my god are the you serious yeah. you want me to do that <laughs> green hornet green hornet green hornet yeah uh, uh vic and andy armstrong two of the top stunt coordinators in the business uh andy goes in Green Hornet, when uh, the Green Hornet shot me, he shot me with a pellet, and then I kept saying, so I, I don't die, I don't die, right, guys? They're like, no, you don't die, he just shoots me, and green smoke comes up. So he, Andy goes, Jerry, run up the hill, run up the hill, and uh, just look, stand up there, and let me know if you're cool with uh, falling. I've never fell down a hill before. All, my specialty is fights, and I, I, you know, yeah, that's my thing. So I get up there, and I'm like, it's like, it's about two stories, and it's a hill with rocks and jagged, you know, everything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, yeah. And the stunt guy's coming up to him going, cha-ching, cha-ching, man. <laughs> You're referring to, obviously, if you do this, this is the pay. You do that. This is the pay. This is is the that pay. correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was every we're, we're, we're elaborating <laughs> on the stunt stuff, but I mean, yeah. I'm looking at no, it now, and I'd be, I would be uh, remiss without saying to you, mm -hmm. and I'll just say, heart, like, what is your best memory in film? What was your best movie that you were a part of? Uh, Heat. Heat. Working with Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was a great moment talking with Al and being on set. And I'm like, hey, it was just Al and I sitting back waiting, you know, while they're setting up the shots. And I'm like, hey, Al, uh, my mom just called me and she just wanted to say happy birthday. He's like, everybody knows my birthday. You tell your mom, thank you. And we just started talking. And, and he was just he was a great guy. Working mm. with Al Pacino and then uh, communicating with De Niro was oh, amazing. Yeah, Even, so those people yeah. that don't know that we're going to just talk on air, Jerry yeah. Trimble, like you were in Heat, mm -hmm. which is probably on the top 10 list movies of a lot of people. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a good movie. It's just a great movie. It stands the test of time. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about that and working with those guys and, 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 and where were you at? What was uh, your headspace there? Uh, uh, headspace was weird because I'd done these, you know, low-budget karate movies and then suddenly Heat was my breakout film. And, uh, and the way I got it was really freaky because I went to the gym and some guy goes, hey, man, you know they're casting for Heat, uh, Al Pacino, De Niro movie. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And at the time I was with Gers, which is a pretty big agency in L.A. Yeah, yeah. And then the guy goes, yeah. And I said, oh, OK, cool. He says, tell your agent. I said, OK. So a couple of days go by. And then next thing you know, I see the guy again. He goes, did you tell your agent? I said, no. He goes, here's the telephone number, man. He goes, call the casting director, Bonnie Timmerman. And, and yeah, yeah, you'd be great for it. And I'm like, oh, OK, OK. And I put it in my pocket. and I, 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 No, I don't do it. So two days later, another friend of mine comes in and goes, man, I just auditioned for this movie Heat. And I'm like, 
why does it keep coming to me? And the next thing I know, two days later, I'm like, so I'm sorry, who, who was the casting director? Bonnie Timmerman gives me the number. Boom. I call Bonnie Timmerman and I say, listen, I understand you guys are casting for heat. Uh, I'd like to audition. And this was in 95. You don't do that. You don't yeah, call yeah, casting yeah. directors. Yeah. She said, can you fax your headshot and resume? She goes, who are you with? I said, the Gersh. I did it. And they said, gave me an audition. I went in, uh, read for Bonnie Timmerman. She goes, uh, excuse me, Jerry, could you wait one second? I said, yeah. She comes, goes out, comes back and she goes, could you come with me? And I went, yeah. So I go in, she sits down, I meet Michael Mann. Michael Mann's like, and I'm like, Michael Mann, yeah. So, and then after that, I get a call like a week later, and she said, I just wanted, and she personally called after I sent her flowers saying thank you for the opportunity. She said, I just want to say thank you for the flowers. And it's a, you, you just booked a very nice role in Heat, 18 weeks out of a 22 week shoot. Wow. And I died in the first uh, draft of the script, and then um, and uh, Ted Levine dies in the rewrite. And I'm going to Ted, and I'm like, sorry, man. So <laughs> tell us, tell us, what was your character? What was your uh, character? Detective was? Schwartz. I was Detective a, Schwartz. I was so, like, the, give us a little rundown. Give was, us a little rundown. I was, I, yeah, I was the rookie. But when we were in the room with Michael Mann, I said, yeah, Michael, yeah. could you tell me a little about the character? He goes, well, he's blonde hair, blue eyes, and he's you. And I went, okay. oh, yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, he was, he was the rookie of the bunch. Yeah. So give me, a, give me a line. Give me a line give from me, that uh, movie. Come on, what do you uh, remember that you said? Banged up, but I li- banged up, but I'll live. Al Pacino goes, so how you feeling? How you doing? Because I got shot. And I said, banged up, but I'll live. Banged up. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, so and great. I'll, I'll do these talks for these kids. Kids are like, banged up but i'll live and i went oh you, you saw the movie yeah that's great. What, that's what, great what i like is that uh you bring a lot to the table jerry and and there's people that can act but they can't fight there's people that can fight but they can't act you do both and you do both both very seamlessly thank you um your reel is very impressive thank you and I want to ask you what, I mean, again, you can't say what, what, what's your preference because, yeah. first of all, you want to work, you enjoy the work, but um, what's, what's, the, what's the biggest thrill you get out of what you do? Uh, when I get to do a good, juicy role that's a character role, and I get to do some fighting in it, to do acting and fighting together is, yeah, which is really cool because, you know, I get to showcase, you know, acting and fighting. As opposed to just acting or just fighting. But because of your accomplishments in fighting, can you can you be a bad fighter in a in a film, or or are you just disciplined that you naturally go to the kick the crap out of you kind of positioning? Yeah, I mean, all the roles that I've done, yeah, I had to know look like you know you're right. the guy that yeah. Right. So right. I've never had to play like a bad fighter, but that would be fun having to play a guy that really doesn't know how to fight. So I, I also need to go uh, to you. You said that you know you went through some really bad stuff. Hmm. How bad was the bad? Bad was the bad. Uh, at 13, I you know, decided to run away. Boom, found Bruce Lee, thank God. And, and then everything changed and got my act together, got into martial arts, and then I had no friends. And then suddenly, you know, I became the Kentucky State Champion, the Georgia State Champion, the Southeast Champion, the U.S. Champion, and, you know, two world titles. But when I went to Atlanta, Georgia, Everything changed, and everyone wanted to be my friend, and they were, it was like, and I never did drugs. You know, I, I drank and stuff before I went to went to Atlanta, but once I get into the drugs, it went crazy, yeah. and everybody's, I'm just, I'm partying, and I let my guard down and just went nuts, and then, yeah, became world champion, and then it's like friends, 
everything's come. I never had to pay for anything. And it was, it was crazy because, you know, I do a lot of work with kids now and, you know, and, and, and we're doing a show and my mom's like, well, you did what, well, you know, why did you need to have a boys club when, you know, you're, you, when you had, uh, you, you had martial arts, the martial arts taught me discipline, but when I don't care who you are and I don't care how strong you are, you need to be aware of what's going on all the time in, in self-awareness because, man, at the drop of a dime, you could go off in that bad fork and fork in the road. And that's what I did. Yeah. And I did it once. And, and <laughs> I mean, it was I was a celebrity in Atlanta, Georgia. I was the man. I was the golden boy. Everybody's it's just it was just like, oh, wow, look at this for a shy, insecure, bullied kid that ran away from home and went. So, but you know, now. you know, you know what's funny is, you, and you might talk to a lot of people that have addiction and things mm. like that, and I, I know that's a, a cause that you mm. yeah. are aware of, mm -hmm. and um, you know, and may, we might as well talk about it, Joe. It's like it, it's a, it's a, it's something that I always wonder about. So you get lured into that, like the Hollywood, the, hey, yeah, like you just said that, right? You're, yep. you, like I, I saw your face light up when you're talking about I was the golden boy here, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So how do you? come back bring yourself back you know what i mean and just reel yourself in and go like okay well that's not yeah. real yeah you, know? you, you hit rock bottom you hit rock bottom something happens a transformational time that just where you're like what the you yeah know? and mine was a drug overdose when yeah. i was living with glenn hughes oh wow from deep purple black set and glenn's been <clears throat> probably 30 years sober you know, and uh, so he went through it. He went. He, through he it. went through it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> he was a pro at it, man. He could just go. And when <laughs> I moved in with him, we were going seven days a week. Wow. And when I moved in with him, I moved in with him. We uh, as his bodyguard and uh, and personal trainer, and everything was great. Yeah. And then we just became such good friends, and we just went crazy. And, and the money and, was there, and the good times. Yeah, were there. The good times. It wasn't like yeah, yeah. it was yeah. yeah, it was crazy. And then uh, yeah, and then it happened. And then I went, I got to get my head at Epiphany at three o'clock in the morning on the Alligator Alley hitchhiking from Atlanta, Georgia to Fort Lauderdale or to uh, Lake Okeechobee, Florida, and just had a aha moment. And then that's when I went, okay, let's go to California and make and, do and, movies. And, and, you know, and you know, it's interesting because, I, and, and I've just met you today and I, I'm, I'm a, it's a pleasure for knowing you. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, you. Thank you. Likewise. Like, and, and you and your wife and Amy's going to be up, but you really have a thought for kids and trying to like give that message that you learned. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you know, and your charity that you're working on now, maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah. The it's e important to everybody. right? Yeah. The Easton boys club. I've been working with the Easton boys club for about seven, seven, eight, close to eight years. And uh, Jimmy Crescenzo, who was the founder of the boys club, uh, has been in the business for of working with kids probably for close to 38 years. Mm -hmm. And I found him through Danny Virtue, who is one of the top stunt coordinators, action guys in the business here in Canada. And he introduced me to uh, Jimmy and I've been working with him ever since. And, and the boys club is one of the most amazing organizations. What it does is it works with at risk young men at, uh, at the ages 13 to 25. And what they do is they, they inspire these kids by bringing in mentors and teaches them to be good human beings and respect all people and and work on eff effectively helping your community yeah. and making the right choices and how do how how and and i say this and like you know we're we're in a podcast here where we got like a lot of listeners i want to know how people get involved in that because that's important to me too right and where do we go what do we do yeah yeah uh yeah I, 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 
with the boys club it's east end boy e e e e e e e b c dot com east end boys club dot com okay uh they can get involved they can you know donate whatever you know whatever they want to do but w- what i encourage everyone to do is get involved with your community get involved with helping people wake up every day and go and, and don't go through one day where you're not giving back where you're not paying it for where you're not sharing something Absolutely. of value to somebody you know, everyone needs help, and it. I mean, we need to be kind, and we need to help each other. If everyone were to say, you know what, I'm gonna do one thing today that's gonna be good for another human being, and that would, you know, like a spot. What is it? Like a pebble in the water, yeah, yeah. a ripple mm-hmm. in the water. Well, we're gonna do a link right now to that, right? Yeah. We're gonna put it on our website, and we're gonna yeah. we're gonna endorse that because you know that's you. important to East me. EastEndBoysClub dot yeah, yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I mean, it, it's really it 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 underlines the point that uh, you know it's even at your darkest moment. Like mm. there can be better days ahead, and and again, it comes back to bullying, comes back to mm. all of these issues. Don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to show a sign of weakness and go. I need help. Exactly. There's, there's, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Vulnerability. That's what it's about, man. Just you know. So we're, I, I, that's a really good name, the East End Boys. East End Boys. We're going to take yeah, a little yeah. break, and then we're going to reunite reunite the happy couple together. Oh, and we're going to talk to you as husband and wife, and about you know what brought you to Canada. Maybe we'll throw a couple of Vancouver <laughs> questions at you to see how much you think you know about the city of Vancouver. Well, she, she got one wrong. That, she got that, one wrong. Yeah, she right? got one wrong on, on the citizenship test. Yeah, she, not she, in the Joe Leary test, She though. said, she yeah. asked us I know, right? the year of the Magna Carta. I didn't know that. I know. She knew it. Amy knew it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Trimble, uh, people can find out more about you at jerrytrimble.com. And again, if you've not seen his work, and it's it's vast... Uh, kudos, man! Well, and I'm you. so glad that we had that random encounter at Glitch yeah, on on, fun, on Broadway you can get him in Kitsilano. On IMDb, IMDb, yeah. and yes, look him up. Yeah. Right? He's got a really Thank impressive you. resume. Okay, when we come back, Jerry Trimble and Amy Dolans together on Everything Film with Film Robot. You got it on BNM Bloomberg 1410 AM 103.5 FM HD3.